Anointing is the only thing that breaks the yoke. It changes situation. Changes Saul into Paul. Changes a murderer into a preacher. Changing somebody that they thought was going to be an arm robber into a preacher of the gospel. Anointing is the only thing that can change a bad wife into a good wife. A bad daughter into a good daughter is the only thing that can change a bad son into a good son. Let me shock you. God did not save you from your family. He saved you from sin for your family. Because he saved one person to save another person. That will save another person. I will save another person. And some of you are here and your brother is not born again. You are an assignment that God has given to that family. And the assignment is win the person to me. No matter how bad he is, I know how to wash them and make them feel like snow. Isaiah chapter 10 verse 27. Can we read it together? One to go. And it shall come to pass in that day that his burdens will be taken away from his shoulders and his yoke from his neck. And the yoke will be destroyed because of the anointing. Hallelujah. Amen. This evening I'll be preaching on the subject, anointing breaks the yoke. Every yoke in your life will be broken in the atmosphere of the anointing. Amen. I thought you came with your mouth to shout amen. amen. There is a little town called Inuvik. Inuvik, it's I-N-U-V-I-K. It's a little hamlet of town that is found in the northwest of Canada. A very little town is found in the northwest of Canada. The name of the town is called Inuvik. I-N-U-V-I-K. This town is called the town of the midnight sun. It's called the town of the midnight sun. It is called the town of the midnight sun because of two important things that happens in the town. This town is known for these two important events. I want you to listen as I'm going to tell you. Number one, in Inuvik, there is no sunlight in the month of January. So in the whole month of January, we have 31 days of no sunlight. Inuvik. They have all nights. Can you imagine? 
no day at all for 31 days and in this Inuvik whenever it is June and July there is no nightfall what I mean is that in June and July they don't experience a night it's all day no sunlight throughout 31 days of January and June and July the night doesn't come at all the statistics have shown that this little town has a population of about 3,451 persons who are living in there. The statistics has also told us that there is no high level of alcoholism anywhere else in the world than Inuvik. No high level of alcoholism anywhere in the world except here in Inuvik. It has also led us to know that there is no high level of depression anywhere in the world than in Inuvik, this little town. And also the third thing is that there is no level of suicide anywhere in the world than in this little town. And let me shock you. All of this depression, alcoholism, and suicide happen most in January when there is no sunlight at all so people stay there and become fed up of living 31 days without a light businesses close up for 31 days because there is no sunlight clothes don't get dry for 31 days because there is no sunlight at all plants die because they have not seen sunlight to germinate from things becomes horrible and the people become miserable that they only feel that the only solution is for them to hang themselves and die because there is no sunlight at all throughout the months of january when I was reasoning about the place, God told me, anybody that does not have an anointing is like Inuvik in the month of January. If you live without an anointing, you are as empty, dark, unproductive, and you are also as miserable, depressed, full of suicide, full of alcoholism, and every kind of sin, disappointment, as Inuvik in the month of January. So God came while I was praying and he told me I should preach on this message because he is about to shine his light into somebody's darkness. Somebody that has been living in darkness for thousands of days, for thousands of hours and feel there's not going to be a sunlight. He will take him into a particular month like a month of June and July where he shall not see any darkness at all. I don't know the dark stage that you have been through. I don't know the situations that is around your life. I don't know how many depression you have. I don't know what the devil has pushed you into. But I see God taking you into a generation and a season of the Holy Ghost. That his anointing shall be upon your head. And when the anointing comes upon you, every yoke of darkness shall be broken. 
time it is not good to sit down to claim the miracle that belongs to you. Every darkness in your life, as the anointing comes upon your life, it is going to be broken in the name of Jesus. Yokes are like things that do not allow you to move forward even when you desire to move forward. Yokes are like chains that do not allow you to run the way you should run even when you desire to run. Yokes are like things that puts boundary in your life that you cannot achieve some certain things even when you have planned about it for years. You can't build a house even when you have tried about building the house. You can't even do some certain things. You can't go to school even when you are the most intelligent person around. I, I have a son who teaches people lesson. He has a particular evening school. He teaches people jump class. And he sends so many people into the university but does not have admission. He sends a lot of people into the university. He teaches them physics and they go to absolute test and score 250. But he has not been able to score 180 to get into school because he has some yokes binding him from becoming what he wants to become. And when he came to me last year, I told him the only tablets that I know that can break the yoke is called the anointing. And when you swallow it, no matter how bitter it is, it is going to break every yoke that stops you from getting somewhere. So yokes are the things that barrier people from getting to where God had designed for them. You are actually grown up and you are supposed to be married and people come around and they ask you for marriage and when you become serious, they are not serious anymore. And all the time you keep desiring for something better in your life and it does not come. You are so intelligent but whenever you go to a particular place, they say it is all over. Sorry, if you had come yesterday, we would have given it to you. It happens all the time to your life that sometimes you ask yourself, what is wrong with me? Why am I not moving forward in life? Why is it that each time I step into the place, they have to dissolve the place? What happens that anytime I get into a particular place, it ends up and things turns upside down. It is because there is a yoke that is invisible that is controlling your life and the only thing that can break the yoke is not any other thing than anointing. If you are listening to me and you are believing what I am saying, every yoke in your life will be broken by the anointing of the Holy Ghost. It does not matter how big the yoke is. The job of the anointing is to break it. No matter how big the chains of darkness is, when the anointing comes upon it, he will do what? Break it. Can somebody say break it? Every yoke of darkness under the sound of my voice, can somebody say break it? Because anointing does what? Breaks the yoke. It breaks the yoke. The young boy met me just last year. I prayed for him and he tried it again. And today, he called me the other day that he will be doing his matric. And the whole thing happens because anointing breaks the yoke. Parents, if you are listening to me very well, I want to tell you that some of the attitudes of your children is because of a particular yoke that is carrying them about. You advise your children and they seem not to change. Advice doesn't break the yoke. Anointing is the only thing that breaks the yoke. 
He packs out of the house and is sleeping in a man's house and does not want to come back to the house again. It is a yoke because sometimes she is even doing something that she does not like. And the only thing that I will want you to introduce to your child is an anointing that can break the yoke of darkness that is drawing her to destruction. The yoke of darkness is for the devil to use and draw the people outside from where God had designed for them to where God had not designed for them at all. So they are in a particular place doing a particular thing that they don't like, yet they cannot help themselves out. And all the time we keep criticizing their behaviors. Criticism does not break the yoke. The only thing that can break the yoke is what? The anointing of the Holy Ghost. Sometimes it, it happens that you have a husband that looks outside no matter how beautiful you are. It's because there is a particular yoke that is dragging him outside. And the only thing that can break the yoke is if the wife is a praying woman who can kneel at the altar and say, God, we cannot continue in the other season. We want a season of the Holy Ghost where the anointing can get into the family and turn my husband's heart around. An anointing is the only thing that can break every form of yoke. I've been a preacher for five years and I've seen all kinds of yoke. Yokes that drag children into masturbation and they are so small that they masturbate and masturbate until their mind is no more with them. I've seen young ladies who are into lesbianism and all they think about is how to watch naked pictures because they have a yoke in them that does not want to break except anointing gets into their life we have cases of elders who are still drinking alcohol in church because they have a yoke that is dragging them into doing what they are not supposed to do we have people that you suspend them time after time yet they cannot change because they are being controlled by a particular yoke but tonight i hear god say that there is an anointing that is in this building that will break every sort of yoke that somebody's into. It does not matter the kind of yoke, whether it's financial, whether it's marital, any kind of yoke that you are into, the job of the anointing is to break it right now. Can somebody say, anointing breaks the yoke? It's going to break it tonight. So, it is very interesting that when crime came into government, what they needed to do to stop crime was to bring out punishments. So if you steal in school, you are flocked. If you cheat in examination, you are suspended in school. So they bring punishment so that people can abstain from crime. In the government, if you steal, they introduce imprisonment. That you can be sent into five years imprisonment if you steal. And uh, they produce a particular thing and they call it firing squad. That if you do some certain kind of scene, they shoot you and you die. It becomes very interesting that when some scene becomes too much, they now say a particular scene like this, you will be sentenced to death by hanging. So when you hear about hanging, people are supposed to be intimidated by the level of punishment and they should retrieve from their sins. But what the government didn't know was that punishment does not break the yoke. The only thing that can break the yoke is the anointing of the Holy Ghost. What do I mean? 
when they keep putting up punishments, life imprisonment, firing squad, and uh, sentenced to death by hanging, some group of people came out and they called them suicide bombers. And what they do is to kill themselves when they commit a particular crime. So what will you threaten a man that is willing to kill himself? What punishments are you going to give to him? You will tell him if he kills himself, you will bring him back to life. There is no punishment you can give to somebody who has already given his life to die for the crime he's about to do. That's why they cannot stop Boko Haram. Because the government felt that punishment can break the yoke. I just read in a paper a few days ago, a married woman carried the bomb and put in her body and entered into a place and blasted the stuff and died even with the unborn baby with the people what could give somebody such a morale to do such an evil thing when I have married people and pregnant women calling me every day to tell me man of God I hope you are still praying for me this is five months I hope you are still praying for me and I came to understand that there is a power compelling them to do what they wouldn't have done with their natural sense and such a power is called a yoke that yoke can only be broken if anointing is introduced so the anointing is the only thing that can break the yoke that's why I love at you parents when you tell your child if you do that thing again I will flog you and you don't know that some of these children have gone to school and they master the thing called cane that sometimes when you flog them they'll be doing like this and you give it to them up to 25 and when you're true they say mama are you true if you are not true you can continue because I'm still ready to get more of the cane I was talking to one of my daughter and she was talking to me and she said daddy when we were in school we starch our face and iron it that you will give us 20 strokes of cane and it will not look like we are the person that you are flogging you flog us and go back with the pain because cane doesn't break the yoke but anointing breaks the yoke can somebody say break it can somebody say break it Sometimes the enemy drags you in your dream and you eat when you are not willing to eat. Now, you don't understand what I mean. You have just planned that you will not be eating again in dream. But when you slept, you were dragged into a place and you saw a food and you finished it before you remember that you have just decided not to eat again. It is because you are under a particular yoke that controls your life. The only thing that can break the yoke is called what? Anointing. Somebody say, break it. Sometimes you see yourself sleeping with a man in the dream that is not even your husband, even if it's your husband. Your husband is supposed to sleep with you in the world, in the physical world, not in the dream. So you keep seeing it all the time. And sometimes you're just in the pregnancy and when you see it, you have a miscarriage. It means there is a yoke that is around your life that only the anointing can break. I thought you were going to say, break it. Yoke under the sound of my voice will not leave this door without being broken. So anointing is the only thing that breaks the yoke. It changes situation, changes Saul into Paul, changes a murderer into a preacher, 
changing somebody that they thought was going to be an arm robber into a preacher of the gospel. Anointing is the only thing that can change a bad wife into a good wife. A bad daughter into a good daughter is the only thing that can change a bad son into a good son. The anointing of the Holy Ghost is the only thing that can lay hands on your husband and change your husband for you. It's the only thing that can change your neighbor. It's the only thing that can change your tenant. Anointing can break such yokes. Anointing of the Holy Ghost is the only thing that can lay hands on things and change the situation about that thing. And it looks like the thing did not happen before. It only takes the anointing of the Holy Ghost for some situations around you to change. Anointing can break the yoke. Only the anointing can break the yoke. Only the anointing. As you're listening to me, there's a power of the Holy Ghost moving around the house. And if you are open, he is breaking that particular yoke you are thinking about right now. Anointing breaks the yoke. And one thing about the anointing I would want you to know is that the yoke here, I wouldn't talk about the Y-O-K-E yoke. I want to talk about the Y-O-L-K yoke. The Y-O-L-K yolk is uh, the yolk that we find inside an egg. Inside an egg. So if you break an egg, you see the white side of it and you will also see the orange part of it and it's called yolk. This yolk of the egg is what brings out the real nature of the layer of the egg. Am I saying the truth? So, the real nature of the hen is in what? The yolk. If you see the other out one stands for, is just the feathers and the physical things. But the real nature of what that thing, if it is a snake that laid the egg, the real nature of the real thing is in the yolk. The real nature of that thing is in the yolk. And when I was thinking about it, God said to me, I want to teach you about how anointing breaks the yoke. And he told me, he said, the devil lays evil things like egg. When the devil looks at a particular child and says, this child will not graduate from school, he lays the confession like an egg into a demonic incubator. When he lays it into the incubator, the thing will start to manifest in the incubator and the thing will continue to warm up in the incubator. It will stay in the incubator for some time. If the devil said the child is not going to graduate, the child can be doing very well in school for those number of years, but when the child wants to graduate, the egg will hash itself, and the real nature of the evil thing that the enemy had laid will come to pass. It can be on the last day the child is writing the last exams. As the child finished the exams, he had a motor accident. So that what the devil had planned will come to pass. It lays it like a yoke that if it says, this woman will not bring out that baby. She will remain pregnant forever or she will die with the pregnancy. It sets it like an egg into the incubator. And the thing stays in the incubator for some time. When the woman wants to give birth, the demonic power that was laid like an egg will hash himself. When nobody could even prepare about it and knew about it, the woman that was very strong in the morning will be reported dead. Because there was a particular egg the devil laid. And the nature of the evil is in the yoke. The real nature of that evil is in the yoke. 
and if there is nobody who has an anointing that yoke cannot be broken the yoke is what gives birth to whatever thing that the devil had designed. How I wish I had people who are understanding what I'm saying. The yoke is what gives birth to the real nature of what the devil designed. If he says someone is going to die in a motor accident, he goes to the witchcraft coven and lay it like an egg and sit in the incubator. And for some of you who used to pray that the witchcraft in your father's house should die, sometimes the person who lays the egg dies, but the egg is still in the incubator. That is why the person you feel was behind all your problem dies, and the problem does not still go because they left it in the incubator. And what it was advised to do was when it comes to the appointed day, the sickness will kill the person. Because they laid it like an egg. And the nature of the real egg is not in the body of the egg. It's in the yoke. And when I was thinking about it, God said, The anointing knows how to move beyond the layer of the egg. Beyond the physical egg. And destroys the yoke that is inside the egg. I wish I was preaching in the right church. It does not matter what the devil is planning about your life. When you have an anointing, it knows how to get in and destroy whatever thing that the devil has planned about. Be seated, please. The anointing is the only thing that knows exactly where the yoke is. That's why sometimes your hen is actually laying an egg and it covers some. And when it is hashing, some did not just hash. Because the condition was not favorable for that one to hash. Am I saying the truth? But for others, if it is put in an incubator and they are operating in a normal temperature, when it comes to the 21 day, the chicken will just hit the, the layer of the egg and the thing will be broken and it will come out. This is what the devil does. When the temperature remains normal, you are just a normal Christian. What the devil plans come to pass. And people say, I thought we saw the brother last week. He was in church on Tuesday. And somebody will say, that Tuesday is even far. Yesterday we were discussing together. But I heard this morning that he is no more. It was because the yoke that the enemy laid had just been broken that morning. It only happens when there is no anointing when I was thinking about it God took me to revelation and he said that is why I told my people don't be neither hot nor cold if you want to be hot be hot if you want to be cool be cool don't remain at a warm atmosphere because the incubator is just warm it is not cool it is not hot so if you are warm the enemy can just plant a particular yoke concerning your life and what happens is that since you are just warm your body becomes an incubator incubating the sickness that the devil had laid the egg in your life and sometimes you say this sickness that I have I have gone to all the hospitals and they say it cannot go away it is because you are too warm and your body has become an incubator of the devil and God said, I don't want you to be warm. What it meant was this. If you want to be cool, just leave the church. Let us know that you are not a member of this church. If you want to come here, you have to be hot if you are here. Because if you are cool and something happens to you in church, they will say, if his God had power, why did it not deliver him when he wanted to die in that accident? 
accident. So warm Christians are the people who bring accusations to God. Warm Christians are the people who bring accusations to God up to the point that they ask God, where were you when my sister died? Where were you when this thing happened? Where were you when this thing happened? And sometimes God is actually very innocent because the person was neither hot nor cold. He was just warm. And a warm person is the incubator that when the devil lays the egg, it incubates the problem. He can look healthy in church. He is those people who come to the church to just check time because they have money. They just check time. They don't want the pastor to delay them. They just check time. They are warm members, warm brothers that sometimes when God bless them, they just become warm. They don't have time again in their prayer life. They don't have time again in their services. They don't take the things of God serious again. They are just warm. They are just there. They go to the church so that if they die, they will bury them. No personal relationship with God they are just warm and so they can be in church and the devil lays an egg in the incubator that they can be in church and they don't know that they are counting their days counting their days I went to a particular church I don't want to mention the name and, I, and they told me the pastor told me and said pastor do you know that that brother that used to sponsor everything and the last time you came the one that paid all the hotel bills paid everything and was picking you do you know the brother died and he said, why could God do this to us? And I said, pastor, have you forgotten that he was neither hot nor cold? And God said, if you are not hot nor cold, I'm going to spit you out of my mouth. Because you are not worthy of me. I want people that they are hot because I am hot. He said, I am a consuming fire. And what I'm going to do to my ministers is that I will make them flames of fire. Not incubators for the devil to plant their wrong egg in their life that's why you see some people die on steering it had come to a time that the devil designed they were going to die so they cannot help it out their body was just an incubator where the devil exercises his power their body is just an incubator that the devil tries something even a small witch that is doing IT can just try something in their life but the only thing that can break the yoke the only thing that can break the yoke the only thing that can break the yoke is the anointing of the Holy Ghost the anointing can break the yoke if the devil plans that a little child will die it is very simple the child can be so pumping and everything is just okay and they design the life of the child and plant it like an egg in the incubator and since the life the child is not fireful the child can just be very busy very busy and be walking around and before you know with a little fever before the rush to the hospital it was gone because the life was just an incubator that incubates the devil's plan but when the anointing comes into somebody's lives, it becomes too hot. Your body becomes too hot that they cannot just design something and it happens like that. Can I shock somebody? The devil can come to your house and pour powder on the front door and you match it in the morning and he is so shocked seeing you very healthy in the morning when you were supposed to die because you have carried the fire of the Holy Ghost and the anointing can break whatsoever yoke of darkness. The anointing knows exactly how to break the yoke. The 
anointing breaks the yoke. I tell people all the time that God is not a means to an end. I sometimes I see people preach in bosses and I listen and I think I'm going to hear a good preaching and a sound sermon. And all that they came to tell us in the bus is, may God tag you there and bring you back safely in the name of Jesus. And when they are through with that, they say, give us money to continue doing evangelism. You were not doing evangelism. Evangelism is telling somebody that Jesus that died on the cross is coming back again. It's not coming to pray for people. That they will go to their journey and return back safely. You have not given them the good news. That's not the good news. Jesus, when he sent his disciples, he said, when you go, preach that my coming is at hand. That's the good news. So we keep preaching a lot of people into hell and thinking we are doing the work of God. No wonder God said they will say, Lord, Lord, I used to preach in your name. I used to do this. I said, please, I'm sorry I don't know you because we were not actually preaching the will of God. So when you are in the church and you are neither hot nor cold, you remain warm and you are good enough to hash the devil's egg anytime. And my problem with the warm Christian is that if you are not hot, please leave the church because the church is for people that are ready to be hot. You don't stay in the church and still live in immorality, still abort pregnancy and fear the God who is protecting the righteous should also protect the wicked like the righteous. That's why the message comes every day that somebody will change his mind and get into the right direction. We are tired of having pretenders mixing among the multitude. And when things happen, they will ask, Where was your God when it happened to her? They didn't know that the sister that died maybe went to do abortion. Nobody knew. So the body becomes an incubator because it is just warm. But when somebody has the anointing of the Holy Ghost, the Bible says, Since I am a consuming fire, I like my people to also be like me. So I will make my ministers flames of the consuming fire. The more we are close to God, the more we become like God. The more we can now say, No weapon formed against me shall prosper. The more we can press the devil and match the devil's head. The more we can move to the places. Some of you don't go to your villages again because you don't have the anointing. If you go to the anointing, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Some of you have abandoned your village and abandoned your houses because there is no anointing. Something is telling you when you go, you will, that devil is a liar. Some of us go to the village and do crusades there and win souls of Christ because the anointing upon our lives is enough to break every yoke of darkness. And let me shock you. God did not save you from your family. He saved you from sin for your family. I want to sing it again in case you did not listen. God did not save you from your family. That from the time you become born again, we have in our families, we have so many reverend ministers that when they give their life to Christ and become reverend ministers, they don't come to the village again because everyone in the village is a witch. No, God didn't save you from your family. He saved you from sin for your family. Because he saved one person. To save another person, that will save another person, and will save another person. And some of you are here, and your brother is not born again. You are an assignment that God has given to that family. And the assignment is 
win the person for me no matter how bad he is i know how to wash them and make them feel like snow so the more we stay with god the more we become like god the more we become anointed like god the more we carry what god carries the more we hide in the secret place of the most high far above principalities and powers the more we carry the anointing of the holy ghost that somebody will shake our hands with his to do and will feel fire in his hands the more we carry what god carries i don't just want to be a brother in the church and a member in the church who just come to warm the church I want to be a member of the church who will carry what God carries. The problem is because of the name they are calling us. They call us Christ-like, which means this person had been with Christ. So if I have a problem and there's no Jesus around to solve the problem, I have to bring the problem to somebody that looks like Christ. And it is disappointing if he looks like Christ, but does not know how to act like Christ. And sometimes they are frustrated when they bring their case to their brother that is spiritual and is Christ-like. But when the brother saw the case, he said, have you tried all the medical doctors around? If you have finished trying them, have you checked all the prayer houses around? Because this kind of thing is like, it does not go like that. We become disappointed because you look like Christ, but you don't act like Christ. Christ wouldn't refer me to the prayer house. He will lay hands on the sick and the sick shall recover. So when anointing comes upon our life, it changes who we were and makes us to become who God wants us to become. And when I was thinking about the anointing, how it can come into somebody's life and break the yoke, God told me it is like a hot water. Now let me tell you something. One day me and my brother we were thinking about this thing and uh, when we were very very small and we were thinking about the the issue of uh, a hen laying an egg and uh, after some time we hatched the egg and so on and we knew that the belly of the hen is actually hot and the incubator is actually warm also and all of that so we said something we said okay since it is warm what we are going to do is that we are going to boil water and uh, since it takes the hen 21 days to hash if we boil water and boil it very well I think it would take a few minutes for it to hash a chicken because we wanted to see how the chicken will be hashed I don't know whether you are lost can we go to the laboratory if it takes a hen many days like 21 days before it hashes I feel if I boil water and multiply the hotness that is in the incubator like times three or times four and the water boils i think it will hash the chicken on time so when we think about all of that we took the egg and we went to the kitchen and we timed mommy and mommy was out and we put it in the kettle and boil it because we were desperate and we wanted to see the chicken out alive and somebody should help me somebody should remember that i said the nature of the evil is in the yolk so the real nature of the chicken is in the yolk so we boil it and we were desperate to see the chicken out and while we were still there we saw a, a vehicle came outside so we had to rush to check whether it is mommy so they will not say we want to finish her gas we weren't out and it was not so when we came back the water had boiled and he said it is nice time now 
to remove the chicken so we remove it from the hot water and break it when we broke the egg we were shocked we were shocked that when we broke the egg we did not see a chicken get it very clear we did not see a chicken at all we did not even see the feathers of the chicken we did not see the pig we did not even see the claw we did not see the bones of the chicken neither did we see the blood but all that we saw was a round thing very white and we broke the egg so that we can see either all of the feathers since it was so that it will look like it was becoming a chicken and we broke it all and there was nothing like that and when I was growing up I now think about it and God said the Holy Ghost in our life is like a hot water and when the devil has manufactured something like an accident and puts it in my life and he wants it to incubate and give birth to what he wants if you are hot it breaks and it does not look like what the devil wanted I don't know they are lost they are lost they are lost they are lost how I wish I was preaching in the right church when the egg boils and it becomes very hot you break it you don't see any trace of the evil things that was designed by the yoke there is nothing like the claw nothing like the feathers nothing like the pig nothing like the bones but it happens something different from what the enemy wanted and God said the only thing that can make them plan an accident and see you in December very healthy is because the anointing can break the yoke so the anointing of the Holy Ghost is more than an hot water it knows how to turn the condition all around it knows how to change the person that was supposed to die and make him to live again it only happens when the anointing is present the anointing breaks the yoke and the anointing makes the devil to look mad that he wanted you to die when you were 25 but he just sees you celebrating 30 years and he's looking at you opening his mouth because the anointing of the Holy Ghost knows how to break the yoke the yoke is that nature of the evil the very thing they plan is the yoke and let me shock you somebody if they pick your soul pass and go to the witchcraft coven what they go to do with it is that they take the sleepers manufacture something and sometimes they drop it back to you so that you can put your legs on it and your legs will swell so the sleepers becomes just like the egg but the things they have done in the sleepers becomes the yoke the nature of the evil but if you don't have the anointing you wear it in the morning and your legs swells up and you die from there but when there's an anointing in your life you wake up in the morning and put the leg on the sleepers and nothing shall by enemies hurt you because the anointing of the Holy Ghost can break the yoke the anointing is the only thing that can break the devil's yoke no matter how they design it 
We were preaching. I came to Wicked the other day. And a pastor friend of mine called me and said, Man of God, one of our members is here in the church. They are brought, they, they, we brought him to the church because he has a problem. He went to open his shop and he saw blood. And he just uh, moved away from the blood, opened the door. And in 15 minutes, his legs swelled up. And uh, we didn't know that that was a charm. And he's just here in the church. And it looks like it's affecting his breath. And if we don't do something about it, in the next 30 minutes, he may lose her. And they laid hands and they started praying and before they know it the legs came down and everything became normal because the anointing of the Holy Ghost does not matter what the devil did at night he knows how to break the yoke sometimes they take your clothes and go to the witchcraft coven and they use it and manufacture things about your life they make an egg out of it and put it in an incubator and if you are just a warm Christian I pity warm Christians I can never live one day a warm Christian because the enemy will conduct a thanksgiving service in my life because he will be able to do to me the thing he was not able to do for me before so we take your handkerchief or take anything or a tie and take it to the witchcraft coven and use it and manipulate your life and you end up the places things doesn't work if you have the anointing of the holy ghost it knows how to cut you off from demonic bondages because anointing does not just break a yoke but it breaks the yoke of darkness the anointing of the holy ghost knows how to cure sicknesses that the devil thought it was uncurable the anointing of the holy ghost knows how to lay hands on the child that the doctor said was going to die and the child jacked up back to life the anointing of the holy ghost knows how to lay hands on the child who they thought was not going to be intelligent and broke the demonic plans and the child becomes intelligent anointing of the holy ghost knows how to get into somebody's life and change his future and it becomes good and fine for the family it is just because of the anointing of the holy ghost if i'm praying for 21 days i have only one prayer point the one prayer point is god i don't want to live without your anointing i want more of your power i want more of your glory i want more of the unction of the glory of god i want to move with your presence because anointing breaks the yoke I'm not interested in praying the kind of prayer you pray every week from my uncle's side and auntie's side should die by fire. I don't know how many they are, so I don't pray that kind of prayer. What I pray is God, baptize me with more of your power that when I enter into a place, I become terror to the enemies in the place. Because anointing breaks the yoke. All I desire for every day is, Lord, may I have more of your anointing more of your anointing i don't just want to open like that more of your anointing a, a little child was taken to a youth service and before they knew it she died in the youth service they wanted to wake her up to move out for parade in the morning but she had died and they had to bury her two weeks after they had buried the mother my son just shared a story to us while we were in the car he said they saw three people being buried one day and they were all sisters buried the same day because they are families who are just warm Christians and there is no anointing to break the yoke of death they are just warm are you not tired of burying your children if you can have the anointing you can stop the devil anointing is the thing that can detach the devil's plan in your family and make you come out and people don't know why you are still living when they had programmed for you to die last year they still see you so strong and so happy 
Because anointing breaks the yoke. They call you in the mirror and break the mirror. And in the next morning, they still see you smiling and shaking everybody in the office. And they don't know the secret. The secret is that the anointing breaks the yoke. They see you and they open their mouth because they don't understand why you're still living after they had done everything to end your life last night. And the truth is that the anointing of the Holy Ghost goes into the egg. That you remove the egg in the morning and you feel the egg is still okay and puts it back. But you don't know that the egg has been tempered with. When it came to the 21 day, it refused to hash because a certain temperature has attacked the egg and has stopped it from becoming what the devil wanted it to become. The anointing of the Holy Ghost knows how to go beyond what the devil planned and destroy the power behind the thing. Don't throw away that child. Don't abandon that daughter. If we lay hands on her, the anointing can destroy the yoke that makes her behave the way she behaves. Don't throw away the housemates. If we lay hands on her, she can still become productive to the Holy Ghost because it is not the egg, it is the yolk and the egg. So many times when I'm preaching in the place, they bring children to me and I lay hands on them, cast out witchcraft spirit, just the way we cast out lesbian spirits. Witchcraft is a demon. We cast it out like we cast demons out. And the child they said was going to be good for nothing becomes good for something because it was not the child. The enemy laid an egg in the child. And can I shock you the more? The enemy does not give witch to people who do not have future. It gives witch to children who have bright future so that it can stop them from being what God had designed for them to be. When it gives a witchcraft spirit to a child, it stops the child from becoming what God had designed for the child to be. So he stops and frustrates the life of the child. And the only people that were supposed to help the child out was supposed to be the church. That when the child comes to the church, the anointing in the church should be able to remove the witchcraft spirit and make the child whole again. And you know what the devil did? The devil came to our church. And now change the prayer topics that we have in church. And say don't pray to save the child that has a witch. Pray that the witch should die. When they now pray that the witch should die. The child does not have boldness to come again to the prayer band and declare. When I went to school I ate something. And I start seeing myself in a place that I do not like. I want you people to pray for me. The child becomes afraid because the whole church becomes the enemy of the child that was unfortunate in the school. So the child becomes unfortunate in school and he becomes unfortunate that he does not have somebody to pray for him to come out. But I thank God for one brother. When we were small like this, he came to the church and said, somebody gave me something. And I ate and I started seeing myself flying. I want the church to pray for me. And they laid hands on him and prayed for him. And the Holy Ghost took him on the floor and dealt with him for 30 minutes. And he woke up. And from that day, he became an evangelist. His life changed because he had people who were praying for him. When the devil came to the church, it changed our prayer points. 
and tell us that child that is a witch has to die. He does not need to become what God had designed for him to become. And everybody is now putting their fire on the little child that needs deliverance. Galatians chapter 6. Say, if somebody is overtaken by a fault, a particular enemy, a particular demon comes into his life and is making him to behave anyhow. You that are spiritual, lay hands on the child and restore the person back to life. Restore him back to right spiritual living. But the enemy has now beguiled the church and make us not to look at the brother and pray for him. It makes us now to now pray against the person that we were supposed to help. The church was the city of refuge. That if I have a demonic problem, I come to that say, I have a demonic husband, help me out. But it has now become a place that if you discuss it with two people, you hear it in the market the next day. Because we have failed in our duty. The anointing was to break every yoke of darkness that was planted by the enemy. That if a child is so wicked and so bad and has killed so many people, he is not the one that has killed it. It is a demon that the enemy has put in her that does not make her to know whether the person was the father or the mother. And I tell people all the time, I said, when you were in school, didn't you collect things from people and eat? And they said they used to collect. I said, when you were in school, you thought you were so careful, the devil would have also poisoned you. It was God that kept you. So God kept us for us to help people that have had this problem. One day a woman from a motherless baby home came to me and said to me there are about two boys and one girl that are living in there and they are witch. Sometimes when he prays, they confess of the people they want to kill. And he said, man of God, I came to you because somebody told me about the things God has used you to do and I have a prayer request that I want you to pray. And I said, what is the prayer request? He said, pray that their parents will come and take them away. I said, you have an anointing that you pray in the morning service and they confess. Why do you want their unbelieving parents to come and take them away so that you will go and kill them? That anointing you use in praying and they confess. If you do more anointing by laying hands, you will cast out the demon and make the frustrated person to become used by God. And she said, man of God, you have told me something very important. Went back to the place and started doing deliverance in the place. Because anointing of the Holy Ghost can destroy the yoke. Linda How I wish we can have a church who pick the children that are good for nothing and lay hands on them, cast out the demons, and the children become good for something. How I wish we can have a church who deliver people out of the oppressive spirit that made them abandoned by their friends and family. That it can only happen when we have the anointing of the Holy Ghost. You are the church. I am the church. If you fail to do it, the church has failed. If I fail to do it, the church has failed. Because anointing can break the yoke. And he said, I will pour out my spirit, which means my anointing. I will pour out my anointing upon all flesh. So the child is set for the anointing. A child is qualified for the anointing. The mother is qualified for the anointing. The brother is qualified for the anointing. Everyone is qualified for the anointing. If somebody can just open up and say, God, I don't want to walk very empty like I used to walk. I want the anointing of the Holy Ghost in my life to use me and break the yoke of darkness around my family. That when I enter my family, the demons shall start backing.
Don't throw away the child. Don't throw away the child. Bring the child. Bring the child to me. Let me cast out the demon and make the child a prophet. They said you look like Christ. But the problem is that God said they have a form of godliness. But deny the power thereof. They look like lion. Yes, they cannot bite like lion. That is what it means. They look like a tiger. Yes, they walk like an ant. Have a form of godliness. Call Christians. Holy Ghost filled Christians. And there will be positions in church. Elders in church. Departmental leaders in church. But no power to cast out the devil. That devil is a liar. The only thing that can break the yoke in that brother's life is if you can use the anointing in your life. Lay hands on the child and cast out the demon. Why are you praying like this? Don't you need the Holy Ghost? Don't you need the anointing of the Holy Ghost? Why are you still praying like you don't need it? Why are you praying like you want your neighbor to get it and you don't get it? Somebody should desire for the Holy Ghost. Wherever you are, want your desire to be high. And say, God, I need the Holy Ghost. That I can turn things around. I need the Holy Ghost that I can turn things around. I need the Holy Ghost that I can change the history of my family. I want to break the yoke of darkness. Because the anointing breaks the yoke. And say, God, all I need is the anointing of the Holy Ghost. I need it to touch me and use me like never before. I need it to move behind me. Move behind me. I need it to use me. Use me. Use me. I have this sickness that doesn't want to go. I want it to use me and break the devil's plan. The anointing of the Holy Ghost is powerful to break the yoke. The anointing of the Holy Ghost. You can be praying here and the yoke is broken at home. You can be praying here and the demonic plants are moving at home. You can be praying here and God is moving in the house. Because when they have the anointing, their yoke shall be broken off their shoulders. When they have the anointing, their yoke shall be broken off their necks. When they have the anointing, their yoke shall be broken around them. It shall be broken by the presence of anointing. This is what I pray for every day. This is what I desire for every day. I tell God, if I should look for something, I think it is the anointing. I have this one prayer point every day. Lord, I want to know more of you. Let me have more of your glory in my life. And there's somebody who will say, God, I need anointing to change my husband. I need anointing to change my daughter. I need anointing to change my son. I need anointing to change the family I come from. I need anointing to change my brother. Is somebody praying in the house? Look at how they are praying. Oh God, teach them how to pray. Teach them how to pray. Teach them how to pray. Hinkabala Bobo Bo Sitekabali Bada Ba. Hinder Bobo Sitekosi Bala Baba. Himberobo Sitekabali Bada Ba. 
It's moving in the house. It's moving in the house. I'm seeing 15 people in the atmosphere already. I'm seeing 15 people in the atmosphere. People are joining the atmosphere. People are joining the atmosphere. 16 people are entering the atmosphere now. The 17 person has entered now. 18 person has entered now. They are climbing up. They are climbing up. Enter the atmosphere of the anointing. It's moving in the house. It's moving, it's moving, it's moving. It's moving, it's moving, it's moving. It's moving, it's moving. People are climbing the atmosphere. People are entering. People are entering into the atmosphere. It's climbing, it's climbing, it's climbing, it's climbing. The atmosphere of the Holy Ghost. People are entering the atmosphere right now. Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost. Hold on, everybody. Hold on, everybody. Listen to what I'm going to say and still be in the mood of prayers. Don't be cut off from that heavenly consciousness that you were into. In our church one day, somebody confessed. We were praying and a child, a woman confessed. This woman had been a witch and the woman had killed eight of the grandchildren. And has also killed the wife of the only son. He has killed eight of the grandchildren and the wife of the only son. And the son has had 45 years. is now getting ready to marry another wife and begin life all afresh. Because the witchcraft mother had killed eight children that he has and also the wife. So when, they, when the service was so hot, the woman confessed. The woman said something that I'm going to say to all of you today. He said, I was not born a witch something happened that made me a witch and we were so interested to hear what happened make sure somebody's hand is in your hand and she said there was one woman that was a notable a notable witch in our family everybody knew that this woman was a witch so one day the woman killed the grandson that used to come to help the woman all other grandchildren have refused to come and help the woman, only this grandchild. So the woman killed the grandchild, and the grandchild went to the stream in the morning and got lost in the stream. And they came back, and everybody blamed the woman for it because the villagers went and searched for a soothsayer, and the soothsayer said it is this woman that had killed the child. So they came out, the whole village blamed the woman for it. And when they finished blaming the woman for it, this woman that is confessing, this is our church member, went into the house and told the woman also, why are you this wicked that you have killed the only grandson that always helped you when others have rejected you? And the woman was looking at her. And when everybody had left the room, the woman looked at her and told her, this witch that you are calling me today, they will also call you a witch. So she went out of the woman's house and told the woman that kind of thing cannot happen and left the house. 
since she was not a born again Christian, she was all this warm Christian. That night, the woman appeared in her house. When he appeared in her house, called her up, and she woke up. She gave her a food, and she ate because a warm Christian does not have control over herself in the spiritual world. So they called her up, and she sat down, ate the food in the dream, and the woman held her hand and took her to the witchcraft coven and introduced her as a witch and they got her initiated as a witch as at this time she was confessing she had done more wicked things than the woman because she had no anointing she had no power of the Holy Ghost to resist the devil and the Bible said when you resist the devil it shall flee away from you she had no anointing so she become unfortunate if you have no anointing, you are like that city I call Inuvik that has no light at all, especially in January. But when the anointing of God is upon your life, I'm telling you this because I want you to pray. When anointing of God is upon your life, they will shake your hand like they used to shake my hand and they will rush and leave me because our spirit does not collide together. They will take your clothes and want to go to initiate you or use your clothes to conjure something. And they will return back the clothes because your clothes is causing fire to burn everywhere in the shrine. They will take, they will call your name in the witchcraft coven. And they will wake up in the morning and start calling you a witch. Because when they shouted your name, they saw fire that they could not understand. It is when the Holy Ghost comes upon your life. When the devil sees you in the spiritual world, it does not see your face. It sees the fire that you are carrying. The anointing is the only thing that makes you look different from others. Anointing of the Holy Ghost. Anointing of the Holy Ghost. Shadadababa. The anointing of the Holy Ghost. The promise for us for both the big and the small. And the one that makes me almost is the one that God said, Your sons and your daughters shall also carry the fire that they will also be prophesying. And I tell mothers all the time, I said, If you don't give birth to a son, you will give birth to a daughter. There's no way you can give birth to a child who is neither a son or a daughter. So God had a plan of the anointing to your children, the ones you have. I hope somebody's hand is in your hand. Close your eyes wherever you are. You are going to pray right now for the anointing of the Holy Ghost. You are going to pray. I have just a few minutes to pray with you. You are going to say, God, I want the anointing the way I have never felt it before. It's coming down right now. It's coming down right now. It's coming down right now. I want the Holy Ghost anointing the way I have not experienced before. Can you open your mouth and do that prayer? Anointing us never before. 
políticos. Deliverance is taking place as I'm Deliverance is taking place as I'm speaking right now. The Holy Ghost is in every corner of this house. Is laying hands on people right now. There are people that your legs cannot carry you anymore. The anointing of the Holy Ghost is moving right now. It's moving right now. Moving right now. Somebody is moving on the Holy Ghost right now. He's touching somebody right now. Touching somebody right now. The anointing is getting ready to break the yoke right now. Sickness is leaving somebody's body right now. Cancer is getting out right now, right now, right now. I see also living right now. Kendebo Sibaladaba. Medepo Sibaladaba. Kabayabadaba. Shantadabada. Lepo Sutakabadaba. It's moving on you right now. The Holy Ghost is coming right now on you. Zalababababababo Sibaladaba. Kendebo Sabaladaba. Lipo suba kabaya baraba. Palobo ko shibaraba. It's feeling somebody from head to toe now. I'm hearing the sound of heavens right now. I'm hearing the sound of the Holy Ghost right now. I'm hearing the sound of the Holy Ghost right now. I'm hearing the sound of the Holy Ghost now. Kembe suto bobo shibaraba. It's 
called the season of the Holy Spirit. If you're here, you have not given your life to Jesus. I announce it publicly to you that you are wasting your time. If you are here, you have not met with Jesus. If you are here, you are not born again. If you are here, you are still living in sin. Masturbation is killing you. Pornography is killing you. You are wasting your life. The day I accepted Jesus, he turned my life around. He turned my life around and it makes it change everything about me. The Holy Ghost laid his hands on me and changed my life when I allowed myself for him to use. If you're still here, you have not given your life to Jesus. I wanted to come down here. I want to hold your hands and pray. Every other person should lift up your hands and give God the glory for what God has done. While we were praising God, I saw sicknesses that were leaving people's body. And I told them that they are not going to come back again. If you want to give your life to Jesus, march down to the altar right now. I want to pray for you. If you want to give your life to Jesus, come right here. You are here, you are still living in sin, struggling with sin. Come down here. I want to pray for you. There's no point being afraid of somebody and so on. When I was still living in sin, I was still handling positions in church. But I was not able to live without sin. The day God took away the sin, He gave me the anointing. Why you are still like that? It's because you have not, you have not let the sin go. That boy is too precious in your life. You don't want to let the boy go. That girl is so precious in your life, you don't want to let the girl go. Sometimes I finish preaching and they're asking me, uh, your pastor, but if I leave the girl, how will the girl feel? She has not done anything wrong. I said, how does God feel when he has not done anything wrong? But he died on the cross and you're breaking his heart. Lift your hands together if you want to give your life to Jesus. I wanted to say this prayer with me. Say, Jesus, come into my heart change me let me be better let me be the best that you want me to be let my name be written in the book of life from today i have nothing to do with the devil i am now in your kingdom i accept you into my life as my personal lord and my savior thank you for what you have done in my life today in jesus name
Oh yes, had given me strength for.